I'm Master Trooper Gary Cutler. And I'm Sergeant Blake White, and we are with the Colorado State Patrol. And this is podcast number four, special edition. Uh, what we're going to do on this one is uh, we're going to talk about recruiting. We want you to join us. The Colorado State Patrol podcast. Troopers with a microphone. Now we're in for it. It's roads less traveled. With Blake and Gary. I think they're ready. And I keep counting on it, but this is a podcast number four. So uh, we keep going with these, but maybe we'll hit double digits. I'm excited. Maybe. About that. Yeah, I think we've, know, we've arrived. We have, you know, we haven't been canceled after the first couple, like a few things have. So today we want to talk a little bit about our uh, openings that we have for the cadet trooper position right now. I think that's a it's not very common that we open it up maybe once a year. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the last time that we opened it up. So we we currently are accepting applications. And uh, the window closes December 18th. So it's pretty quick as far as the window when we open this. And it closes off until they can start processing all of those thousands of applications. It is. So it's it's uh, definitely a unique time to get in. If you are interested, we want to talk to some people today. We actually have guests today. I know. What are we thinking about here? I know. This is uh, this is a big step <laughs> up for us to actually bring people in. Now, understand we, we're, we're trying to deal with the way to bring in guests because we work in a very small space with a shoestring budget at times. Yeah. So, uh, so bringing in guests is a challenge. Um, but I'm confident we can make it work. Yeah. We've got a spot for them and we got a camera and we'll bring them in and talk to them and, uh, and zoom and zoom, maybe a little bit of zoom or Google meet, whatever you want to call it. Video call. Yeah. I have a great little zoom entrance. I'm sure you, <laughs> I'm sure you do. For those of us that were alive back in the seventies, hopefully you'll remember this when we uh, get to it. But, uh, Every time uh, Zoom has become this popular thing of, of people talking, I think this is a, is a great intro for it. What year is this from? 1972. Yeah. I'm, do you remember I'm, back when? Do I remember? No, because I wasn't born <laughs> in 1972. No, you weren't. I'm not that old. Um, I know you remember yeah. Zoom or whatever. I don't, I don't yeah. even know what to say about it because this is... Your mind goes into some interesting places. <laughs> I was just, I was thinking the video call, but you know. Yeah. Well, see, and ever since that happened, it was like Zoom. And then I was like, oh my gosh, they've they Yeah, you're it stuck that. in a loop. Somebody of, probably saw that thing. back then and actually named it after it or something. We're going to bring in somebody on a video call because uh, we're high yeah. tech here. Right. You know, <laughs> this is our last podcast of the year. So it's true. Of the, I'm, of the... I'm hoping for really great things in uh, 2021 through. There not you only go. for everybody, yeah, but for this time. Uh -huh, and you'll get your million subscribers or whatever in 2021. It's inching up. It is every week, a little um, bit more. So One, one by one. Yes. Again, if we get one per day, Gary, <laughs> we're almost there in yes. many, 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 many years. years. We'll yes. both be long gone by e that time. Eons, decades, all that kind of stuff. Like we said, we, we got some guests coming in and uh, these are some pretty awesome guests in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think it's... Some of our, uh, you know, we got some strong members that are coming in today to present a variety of experiences and knowledge. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, I gotta say, I'm pretty happy about it. I'm pretty thrilled. Yeah, and I think uh, it's it's gonna be an eye opener for a lot of people if they're uh, planning on becoming a trooper. Kind of gives them an idea of of who we are, uh, what their backgrounds are, and and what what you can kind of expect once you get in. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Like I said, this one's going to be a little different. We're going to have some guests uh, not in the studio because we really don't have that big a studio. So uh, let's just uh, bring on our first trooper and uh, it's Trooper uh, Angie DeGaulle. Yep. And I always kind of mess up your name a little bit there on the last part. And I always apologize on that. <laughs> so, you know, but we've known each other for years. We know yes. we have worked for a, a long time together. Um, so how are you doing, Angie? I am doing well. Thank you. Great. We are excited to have you here. 
Um, you know, I was thinking here with the uh, holidays as well and stuff like that. What's your favorite uh, holiday movie? Um, a Christmas Story. A Christmas Story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one. see, I'm not a Christmas Story person. Oh, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> probably like Home Alone or Elf. Those are oh. my top. Those are some of my. <laughs> but I, I love Christmas movies. So even Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Uh, they're all good. See, mm -hmm. Christmas Vacation, that is uh, my favorite, I think. But uh, she also took my second best. The, actually, the house the other day sold for the uh, Christmas story, and it sold for like a freaking fortune. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't pay attention to that. Was that the little old house? Yeah. Are you talking, are the, you talking Home Alone or Christmas one. Story? No. Okay, Home Alone also sold a while back. Yeah, I know. No, that's a different I feel bad for those people that like live that. in those houses. Yeah, I saw that the other day. They, they were talking about... Um, they have to put uh, fencing up. People still drive around there. It's a 30 year anniversary oh, yeah. of that. Yeah, so, sure. you know, have you ever visited any of the movie sets there, Angie? No, I have not. I'm not a stalker. Oh, so. <laughs> Gary is. So <laughs> yeah, careful what you say. I'm yeah. sure Gary has visited plenty of uh, film uh, locations. Plenty of selfies here going, look at here. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm over here with life uh, goals. You know, yeah. Yeah. Lord exactly. of the Rings, you know. So. <laughs> so, Angie, how long have you been with the uh, State Patrol? Uh, a little over 12 years now. 12 years. Wow. And uh, where have you been assigned? Like, what kind of duties have you done? Uh, you know, that's the great thing about being with the patrol. You can move all over. I started out in District 4, which was up in the mountains. And then I transferred to District 3 out in Sterling. And then I was a background investigator at our academy. And then I transferred to the Homeland Security Unit and worked in our kayak, which is the Colorado Information Analysis Center. And then I put in a transfer and I'm back on the road again. I work out of 1C, 1B on the tollway out in Castle Rock. Angie and I work together out in 3B. That's mm -hmm. uh, the northeast part of the state. And so you brought up a good point of um, we were out kind of in a very rural area, but mm -hmm. now Castle Rock, you're more in a metro area. Yes. Um, you know, how does that work for you going back and forth? And, and what, what, what kind of experiences do you get with that? Things just move faster. In our rural areas, um, I had more of an opportunity to be more greatly involved within the community. And people knew you by name. You'd go to a grocery store. They knew you were the trooper. Uh, the rural, uh, in the metro area, not so much. <laughs> you, you're just working out there. Um, but the speed is just so much greater. I would say, well, I think that's one of the cool things about the State Patrol is you've got everything from mm -hmm. metro area, rural area. Just it is with us being, you know, covering the entire state. There's mm -hmm. just so much variety in what you can do. And just like Angie's saying with the, the even the stuff that she's done over the years. I mean, I think that we've we've all been fortunate enough to see and do a lot of things in these areas. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. You know, cause when I came into the state, uh, I wasn't from uh, Colorado. That was the other thing I, I got to come in from another state. I didn't know where I was going to go, you know? <laughs> and so you spend, you know, two years someplace and then you get to decide whether you yeah. want to make it. And I ended up staying there for eight years where I was. <laughs> so tell us why did you join state patrol? Like why initially <laughs> get into even policing or the state patrol in general? I, I want my work to matter. And talking with uh, my husband, he's the one who actually encouraged me. He goes, you should apply for state patrol. And I, was, I didn't know at first. So I got on the website and started looking at what does state patrol do? I had moved to Colorado from Texas. And in Texas, our state troopers have a great reputation. And in Colorado, they have that amazing reputation as well. So when I was on the website and I saw that there was a canine unit, uh, there's aircraft, there's hazmat, there's uh, our motor carrier safety. There were just all these different things that a person could do within the state and, and never have you could move all around, never have to leave the agency, but get so many different opportunities, experiences. I was like, you know, I think this is what I want to do. What would you say to you know women that are looking at this as a career, um, just like you have experienced? Why why should they come to the state patrol? 
You know, there's so many reasons. I started out, I was an older cadet. I was 37 when I went through. You know, I'd had children. I was a mom. Um, it was the day I graduated from the patrol, you know, from the academy. That was the proudest moment of my professional life. It was something that I accomplished that not everyone does. You know, they're just, they're just not handing out badges. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Um, but it was something that I accomplished because I had the determination and the willpower that I was going to finish, but also because I had my team with me. You know, when you go through the academy together, you rely on each other's strengths and you build up those weaknesses together. People don't look at me different because I'm a female as far as maybe she can do it, maybe she can't. No, they just expect you graduate that academy, you're locked on, you can do this. You are treated with so much respect. Uh, one of the neatest things I think is making a traffic stop and there'll be a little girl in the car and one of the parents will say, can you please talk to my daughter? She's never met a policewoman before. I mean, <laughs> that is just so neat. And to have a positive impact on life, you know, on the lives of others. And just being a woman, we do bring a different aspect to the job. We generally communicate better. We are able to de-escalate sometimes a little bit faster. The only limits you have are the limits you put on yourself with this agency. No, that's awesome. I greatly, I mean, I appreciate it. I appreciate your insight on this because obviously, um, you know, you've got a wealth of uh, knowledge over the different units and, and your time on. So we greatly appreciate you coming in and talking to us about this. And uh, hopefully it's, you know, really meaningful to those that are looking at this because I think it's it's important to share these. We really haven't even pushed recruiting this way before mm -hmm. ever. Next time we might be able to get a, a little bigger area and have everybody sit down together. And we can only hope. Yes. Post COVID. But exactly. Or just post a different office. Post everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for uh, stopping by. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So we got Allie Gunst with us and uh, just learn a little bit about you, Allie. Tell us who you are, what you do, like what do you, what hobbies do you have? I am with 3C up in Fort Collins. I've been a trooper for two and a half years. And I, for my spare time, I like to do yoga. I work out and I like to hang out with my dogs. I have two dogs who are like my children and uh, spear fishing. So it's spear fishing. Yes, spear fishing. <laughs> That's one that I have not heard before. No, That's pretty yeah. awesome. No, it's fun. That's pretty unique. <laughs> Tops all of my hobbies. No, and I wouldn't say <laughs> most people would suspect a spear fisher from Colorado. What would you say the best thing about working for State Patrol is? So the best thing about working for State Patrol. So I love this job. I can't express that enough. And I can't even put into words how much I really, truly feel about this job. It is different every day. You never have the same thing twice. Um, you get to meet fantastic people. And even getting the impaired drivers off the road, not just for the people driving, but for their safety as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I, I think we, you know, we talk about that a lot of the time, too, where, you know, you're looking at everybody's safety and it, whether it's that driver that made the wrong decision to go out and drink and drive, we care about them as well. And we don't want them getting hurt. Right. And yeah. I think some people forget about that as well. And I think a part of this job, it's about having compassion. You have to and you have to do this job because you love it. So I think when I, I think one of the cool things that Ali, like Ali's talking about is the really human part of this job that some people don't think about is, is working with each other and working with the public and all that. It's just, you know, you see a broad variety of things and, mm -hmm. and people and, and helping them is, is, you know, I love that part of it, too. I don't, I'm sure you know, I, I definitely have. And, you know, back when I was working in the rural areas, um, it was just kind of interesting to me that 
out in the middle of nowhere, you're, you know, having a contact with somebody and they're from some other part of the, the country or sometimes even a different, yep. you know, country. And it's, it's exciting and to get to know some of these people. I mean, we don't always have to write a ticket to everybody, but you know, I've met people from Germany and other countries and, and then they like to find out a little bit about us. And so yeah. it's really a positive thing. And find out that we have a spearfish. Is spearfisher the proper term for this? Yeah, Am spear I using spearfisher? Okay. Spearfisher. Yeah. I just started. Let me let me make that clear. No, I'm not very there's good. no, you already My said you're a spearfisher. Yeah, he's very good at it. But it's fun. You know, Ali, I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw this out. I don't plan on going spearfishing. Just do it. No, just do it. <laughs> I'm an adventurous type person, but uh, the ocean is not probably my number one thing to go jump in and be like, hey, let's go find some fish and spear them. Um, but I think it's pretty. <laughs> well, awesome. the only place I've ever seen it is on the television show Survivor, and that it looks extremely hard. So, I mean, has it taken you a while to get used to that? Oh yeah. Well, I haven't. I've gone like twice so let me i'm not a professional no you're a professional person. at this point you're much more <laughs> professional than us yeah. so we'll give it's you that some, it's so it's a it's honestly it's a it's have you speared a fish no i'm very bad at it <laughs> <laughs> okay right. might be a little premature i am premature yeah no okay, it doesn't yeah. you don't have to technically have the fish as long as you're no, out but there it doing is, it it is like, really you know. cool so like my significant he goes down a lot no, that's awesome and i think we've talked a lot about you know kind of your hobbies because obviously i think it's fascinating um but why would you say, you know, for, for other women looking at this as a, a potential career, you know, what, why would, why should they consider it? It's an amazing opportunity. It's an amazing career. And I know that some of my female friends, they're like, I want to do it, but you know, you're by yourself in your patrol car, which is not true. You are by yourself in your patrol car, but there's always someone, there's always county out there, your other troopers. We are one big family. It's nice to see a female trooper on the road and to be able to, you know, maybe uh, recruit our younger generation. And we could do anything. I know that sounds so cliche, but we can, we really can. We can do anything. And I believe that, like I said before, a lot of people don't discover their true talents or they think I'm not cut out for that. You are, you know, it. you just, you can't put breaks on in your life. You have to go after what you want to do. And this is a career I wanted to do and I knew I wanted to do it. And it's a great career. No, and I think I think that's awesome. And I think that's awesome to talk about, you know, kind of the the fun part of it and how, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a challenge just in law enforcement in general. You know, there's mm -hmm. every day is kind of a, a new experience and it's pushing yourself and uh, going out to help people and all that. I think it's awesome. I want to throw something out that I happen to know um, that I'd say most people don't. I don't know if we could say the celebrity's name. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I do know that during a uh, contact you had, you had a pretty cool encounter. Yeah, and that was a motorist assist. <laughs> yes. Their car got stuck in the... Can we say it? Yeah, let's, let's say right. who it was. So I, I came on a motorist assist with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Right? Did you? I wouldn't expect him to need an assist. I, did, he, I, did. I, I was. Um, he's like, my car got stuck. I was like, is that is that Arnold Schwarzenegger? And I was like, oh my god, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think that's pretty cool. That it is. was very. Um, I was starstruck. It's he's a person, you know. We're yeah. and he needed help that day, and I helped him. I thought he'd be able to push it out. All right, Ali. Thanks for so much for coming in and uh, just sharing a lot about you know, why you joined and who you are. And I think it's really cool to, again, to hear these experiences and, and see the kind of people behind the badge um, that we have working for our agency. It's really, 
neat just to see the variety of uh you know experiences and, and hobbies and everything that you know we're, we're seeing with this yeah i agree <laughs> <laughs> okay so our next uh, master trooper is coming in and they're going to go with uh zoom and this is where i thought this would be great we're going to do a zoom intro from my 1972 memories so here it is Um, so Gary, I, I appreciate your thoughts on Zoom. Uh, I think I'm going to guess the vast majority of people and, <laughs> and comment and tell us if I'm wrong, but I'm going to guess most of you did not think of that Zoom when you heard Zoom. I know, and I'm I'm enlightening. It's, so yeah. great, great, Gary. I'm, I don't know why you brought that or why your mind goes there, but it's it's always fascinating to learn more about the mind of Gary Cutler. Yes. All right. Well, why don't you tell uh, everybody who we're going to be talking to? Yes, yeah, so we got Master Trooper Amy Engelman coming to us from Gunnison on our uh, Zoom or video call. Um, <laughs> so we are very appreciative to have her. We can't have her in the office, and uh, it's it's also good just to hear from her today. So we're we're thrilled that she's with us. So uh, how are things going for you out there in Gunnison? It is awesome. The weather's a little cold, but that's okay. That's what we expect when we live in the mountains. Well, and that's why, and that's why we, you know, we rather than have you come in from Gunnison, obviously <laughs> we're located near Denver. Uh, you know, we got you on a Zoom call, which is pretty nice to at least have you in with us yeah. for kind of, you know, somewhat in the studio, right? Kind of standard with what everything's going on. Everybody's used to these now, so we yeah, figured exactly. everybody'd be able to handle it. Why not? So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, what did you do before the patrol? Well, prior to coming to the Colorado State Patrol, I actually worked at Gunnison Valley Hospital, and I was one of their admissions clerks, and I had my EMT basic. So that's, again, one of these uh, jobs that you just don't expect a, a state trooper to have. Uh, what made you make that change? Um, I actually wanted to be a probation or a parole officer. And so prior to going into that field, I thought I wanted to work law enforcement first. And now it's 23 plus years later, and I'm still loving being a trooper. So 23 plus years later, what would you say after all these years, your favorite thing, the thing that you like the most about the State Patrol? Um, I would have to say the people that you get to meet. So it's not always um, our coworkers, but we are given an opportunity to serve the state of Colorado's um, community. And you are a recruiter, so you've gone a, a step further than the rest of us of really promoting the, the state patrol. Um, how long have you been in that position and, and what made you want to do that? So I've been in the selections unit, part of the academy staff for the last five years. And because I live and love the Western Slope, um, I wanted to promote this side of the great state of Colorado and get more troopers out working over here. Um so as you're, you know, working in selections, working the road, anything, you know, along those lines or really anything in the patrol, um, what would you say your number one goal is every day? Um, well, our goal as state troopers is to save lives and we each get to do that in different roles. I still, by being a recruiter and being able to go out and about, I still patrol the highways. Um, I get to educate the public um, through job fairs. Now they're a lot more virtual. Um, I participate with our youth academy, um, and I'm just engaged in my own personal community. So it doesn't really matter what role you have in the state patrol, but you're definitely um, saving lives. 
So one of the things we've been hitting on are uh, women in the patrol on this uh, episode here. And one of the things that the state patrol has is the women's resource network. And I know that you're a part of that. Uh, how does that help uh, with your job and, and what you do with the state patrol? You know, women bring balance into law enforcement. Um, in this profession, we need different different perspectives. We always are hearing about how we want change in law enforcement. And I'm a firm believer that women are part of that change. And so being a member of the WRN, the Women's Resource Network, it gives us an opportunity to, to help each other in a profession where there's maybe not always a lot of women. So it's really been a, a positive uh, experience for you. So what kind of things would uh, you tell somebody that, you know, might be kind of hesitant on it and doesn't have the background you have, you know, why they should look at this and say not uh, another agency or even another career field? The one thing that I can say is that we train our people to take care of business. And I know that sounds kind of harsh, maybe for the public, but we give people the skills to go out and do this job that needs to be done. Somebody has to be a law enforcement. You get 26 weeks of training within the Colorado State Patrol. We teach you how to drive a car, shoot a, uh, drive a car, shoot a gun, arrest people. We teach you about constitutional law, all those other factors that you get from other law enforcement agencies. But we have something that though that they don't have, and that's that we all start at the exact same place. So no matter where you're at in the state of Colorado, you know that another trooper went through the exact same academy that you went through. So here's what I want to know. As we continue to talk about, you know, women in the patrol and kind of your experiences, what I want to know is more about you and, uh, you know, who you are when you're out of uniform. Obviously, you said you've got a family. I'm assuming you spend some time with them. What other kind of things do you do when you're not in uniform? I am a wife. I am a mom of two college kids. I, uh, I keep busy all the time. Living in the mountains gives me the opportunity to go hiking and backpacking. I go fishing because I live next to uh, Blue Mesa Reservoir. We've got ski resorts. I don't ski as much as I used to. Um, mountain biking. So there's a lot of opportunities that this agency gives you in your off time that you can go do. So whatever those special things that are important to you, um, they're important to all of us too. And so it's important during your off time to be involved in your communities. And that's what troopers do. I think that's cool. I think it's, you know, the, the really neat thing about us being, again, a state agency is, um, you know, you are involved in all the things, you know, going in the mountains and hiking and, and fishing and doing all that. If uh, Gary's more of a, I don't know, corn farmer, I think. Corn Did you ever do that? I don't know. I could see Gary as a corn farmer. I've gone out and ate corn. You know, exactly. Ate corn. It. You know, there's parts of the state <laughs> that you could do that too, honestly. Uh, you know, we have guys that have cattle and bison and and are up in the mountains mm -hmm. and doing, you know, riding ATVs and all these things. And I think it's really cool that you bring that, um, you keep that as well. Because obviously, you know, this is a busy job. And uh, being able to maintain that stuff is, is pretty key as well. So it's neat to... Mm -hmm. I love hearing the different stories of what people are into on the side as well. Well, and I think too, when you're uh, recruiting people and, and talking to people about uh, becoming a trooper, um, tell us about how those different avenues of either hobbies, interests, backgrounds helps the patrol. 
it definitely helps the patrol. I can say that no matter what your back, your personal background is, you are going to come into contact with somebody at some point in time. So the more experiences in life that you have, whether it's in the military or whether it's in um, college education, whatever those are, those experiences are going to help you to communicate with the public. So it could help to diffuse a situation where maybe somebody really didn't want to be arrested or they're just having a bad day. But if you can relate to them on a personal level, it makes things so much easier in this job. Yeah, and, I, and I'll reiterate this too. And I think it, um, just like Amy's saying, one of the coolest things is we are so unique because of our people and the variety of experiences they bring either, you know, prior to coming to the state patrol, even the things that they do when they're off time. We've got people that um, have, you know, businesses on the side. I think we've got a coffee cart, you know, mm -hmm. supporting veterans down the springs. We've got just so many different things. And it's really cool to see this. And again, hear all of these stories. Um, it's just, to me, I, I just find it fascinating. Well, we also have uh, different ages. Some people come in as soon as they are old enough to do it. Others like me came in older. I came in as soon as I could do it. So I yes, think that's, I that's the there two of us. Yeah. See, yeah. So we got the youngster and the old guy. So, you know, that's what we get. <laughs> well, was it Gary, Gary, the kid? Master yeah, Trooper the kid. Yeah, the there kid. we go again. So. Yep, I knew it would come back. Yeah. <laughs> we have Major Afsoon Ansari in the studio with us. Major, how are you? Um, I'm happy to be here with you guys talking about the women in the patrol during our recruiting time. So how long have you been with the uh, state patrol, Major? Um, I've been with the patrol for about 18 years now. Um, I've had a really excellent career here, a lot of opportunities, and I cannot... Um, I cannot tell you how much, how encouraging uh, I want to be to the women out there looking for a different step, a different role to step into um, a career where you're actually doing something that's extremely meaningful. So Major, one thing that I think is really cool is that the, the State Patrol offers a, uh, a specific resource for women, the Women's Resource Network. And I know you and I have um, you know organized some things for the yearly uh conference that you know used to be done i'd say you know COVID right now has probably changed things or i don't mm -hmm. know if it's, what's going on with that but um tell us a little bit about the the women's resource network and, and the goals of it and some of the things that you offer to our, our women in the law enforcement so the wrn or what's known as the colorado state patrol women's resource network is a network of women that provide support and mentorship for one another throughout a career here at the Colorado State Patrol. Um, that is part of being a, an inclusive and open uh, law enforcement organization that supports its members, um, not only with conferences and training and that support network, um, but it's a place that you can go uh, to know that you're, you're supported within this agency. So how would you say that uh, the State Patrol has changed your life by becoming a trooper? I tell people all the time that this career will change your life, and it truly does for the better. Um, it gives you a different perspective. It gives you structure and organization. It helps. Um, it really helps organize your life um, and really have a sense of purpose um, not only for the work you do every day, but what you represent as a Colorado State Trooper within your community. And Major, as you as you talk, I think it's really cool to to hear both of you know what the State Patrol offers for women, but mm -hmm. I think the other key is what women offer to the State Patrol and to the public. 
Um, what would you say to other women that are looking at this as a, as a potential career and in joining our ranks? I um, encourage women to look at this as a future career, um, to put in your application, do the hard work of getting through our academy. I, I couldn't believe that, you know, I've been able to live in a career and get paid for doing the things that I do that I enjoy every day. And I think you'll hear that multiple times over, not just from the women in the patrol, uh, but all members in the patrol that this place is really a family. And once you're here, um, I, I have such a strong belonging um, and sense of purpose here that I would love for someone else to come be a part of. I think that's awesome. I know you you and I have talked about it, Gary, a, a few times as far as you know the variety that we have in both patrolling the different areas of the state, um, you know, working in rural, metro, specialties, all that that we have to offer. So I think it's cool to also hear, you know, and remember back what it's like to go have your office rolling down the roadway because, you know, we're based more of a physical office at this point. But still, we have that that rolling office. It is, you know, and I, I think truly, uh, if you like the outdoors, even though you're in a car sometimes, um, it's great to be out there during those times and you get to see a lot of the country. Um, I was a motor officer for 11 years, so I got to see a lot of it and it was really great. And that's just one aspect of what you can do in the patrol. And I think that's, a, again, a great point as far as serving the community and really just making Colorado a great place. I think, you know, every one of us looks at that and it's, again, saving lives and being out there serving, serving the people of the state mm -hmm. and those even traveling through and keeping them safe. I think that's what we're all about. Yeah, because sometimes we are the first people that somebody traveling through sees. Yes, and absolutely. if they have a good experience with us, they let us know. They let other people yep. know as well. Yep. So, all right, Major, we uh, we greatly appreciate you coming in and, and sharing uh, who you are and a little bit about the State Patrol and, and why the State Patrol. So thank you very much for coming in. I want to thank you guys for the time here. Um, we have our application process open between December 1st and December 18th. When you uh, get the opportunity, come check us out. Get on our website and look for um, your place here at the Colorado State Patrol. Just like the major said, we have a, a very short recruitment time to get your applications in here. So we really would like you to uh, contact somebody, get your paperwork in as soon as you can, because that's going to end really soon. That's why we wanted to get this out for everybody. Yeah, and we'll put a link to the job posting um, in the, the video description. So be sure to check that out. If you have questions or anything about recruiting in general, uh, reach out to us and we can connect you with a recruiter. And uh, we'll do our best to get you all the information so that if you are interested in it, we can you know, fill you in and make sure you're as prepared as possible and, and tell you about how much we love the job too. Absolutely. So this was a little bit different for us, but uh, we hope you got some information out, enjoyed it. We will see you next year uh, in 2021. Next year. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's crazy. It is. So anyways, until next time, stay safe. Take care.